When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Those reeling Steelers are suffering from a bad case of Aaron Rodgers envy as they prepare to visit Green Bay. Welcome to the Steelers Update Podcast from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The Steelers are caught in a bizarre football life cycle mismatch that threatens to doom the season. The team is burdened by a quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, in the winter of his years. The Steelers suffer from an offensive line that's so embryonic, it really hasn't been born yet. Finally, Pittsburgh possesses a star running back, soon to enter his prime, but that 2021 first-round draft pick, Najee Harris, could be all washed up by the time this out-of-sync team gets good again. No wonder, with a visit to title town on the schedule, Steelers pundits and fans alike are pining for a miracle cure to the team's woes in the form of Green Bay MVP Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers gushing about his adoration for Pittsburgh and Steelers coach Mike Tomlin are only fanning the flames of the runaway wildfire now sweeping the 412 area code. Namely, that the Steelers should dump 39-year-old Big Ben and sign the not-much-younger Rodgers to guarantee another Lombardi in the Rooney's trophy case on the north side. Sounds simple, right? Well, not so fast. Far from Rogers coming to the football town that was once Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, it's much more likely that dark times are ahead for this proud Pittsburgh franchise. It's a rude awakening for sure. Sluggish, slow-footed, and now inaccurate Roethlisberger looks all but done. The offensive line is a patchwork of unproven, not ready for primetime players, and the draft capital the Steelers expended for Najee Harris, instead of gunning for a QB or trading for more picks, appears wanton, reckless, and wasteful in retrospect. Running backs just don't have the shelf life to wait out a rebuilding process. And rebuilding, not Aaron Rodgers, it's, is what is in store for these sorry Steelers. Hey, I know this is new. A generation of Steelers fans have grown up without ever experiencing the pain that awaits in Pittsburgh. Growing pains, 
losing pains and the pains that will be needed to find another franchise quarterback. None of this is easy. The NFL is the hardest racket there is. Winning is everything, and it is the only thing. But don't expect a lot of winning in the 412 area code in the foreseeable future. Ben looks over the hill. His line is under par, and his running back is going to be spinning his wheels much of the season. This is the far more likely Steelers scenario going forward. Not Aaron Rodgers to the Pittsburgh rescue as much as fans and sports talk show hosts are rooting for it. Things only look to get worse from here. All the reasons why and why Aaron Rodgers isn't coming to the rescue are enumerated in this rebuilding edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. So listen up, Steelers fans. We got some really tough news for you in this one. And of course, be sure to check out my print column, First Thing Thursday on Penn Live. It's going to be packed with plenty of memes bringing the Rodgers mania raging right now in Pittsburgh to life. So definitely check it out. But right now, let's get right to it. Hey, it turns out Aaron Rodgers just doesn't throw a good game. He talks one too. And he had plenty of lip service for the Steelers, the city of Pittsburgh, and even the Yinzer talking Pittsburgh dad. But Adam Bittner, writing for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, recognized the puffy pros for what it was. A star opposing quarterback who's about to carve up the reeling Steelers, pouring it on thick for the people of Pittsburgh. What it was not was Rodgers trying to talk his way into the starting job with the Steelers come 2022. Here's Rodgers and his comments during an appearance Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show that fanned the flames of MVP hope in the sagging Steel City. Quote, it's a great blue-collar town. There's a lot of great people that live there. It's got a lot of history, that city, Rogers said. And on Mike Tomlin, quote, Mike Tomlin, you know, he's been there forever. I have a ton of respect for Mike. I think he's a fantastic coach. I love the way that he leads. I love the way he talks after the games. He always seems to keep things really even keel. It looks like he's someone that the players love playing for, unquote. Quote, I've met a lot of Pittsburgh people over the years. I have loved my time with all of them. I have learned to speak the language really well, which has actually allowed me to follow and become a big fan of Pittsburgh Dad. Big shout out! Some incredible, incredible videos, unquote. But as Bittner pointed out in the Post-Gazette, the reigning league MVP wouldn't touch the big question looming in the air and looming over the Steelers' visit to Lambeau Field. And that is, would Rogers welcome a relocation from his Wisconsin home to Western Pennsylvania as his next football residence, following 17 seasons in Green Bay. All there was was silence, and it's likely to remain so. As much as Yenzers would love to add Rodgers to their accent lexicon, it ain't happening, folks. For now, the Steelers have far bigger problems anyway. So why flap gums talking about 2022? This season is only three games old, are we giving up on it already? Hey, such is the panic in Pittsburgh. 
And here are some of the sound reasons for that panic. Namely, the Steelers QB and the offensive line assigned to protect him are anything but sound. The Steelers have a new offensive coordinator, an old quarterback, and a line that is barely there. So which of these is the biggest Pittsburgh problem? Hey, I say pick your poison. But here is Paul Zeiss writing for the Post-Gazette on the coordinator, Matt Canada, whose Steelers' offense is so discombobulated. Quote, the offense cannot possibly survive in its current state. And I'm not talking about an offensive line that is struggling, an old aging quarterback who can't make the plays he used to, or receivers who are inconsistent catching passes. Those things can all improve. But it won't matter if the offense doesn't identify what it is and then commit to being that. This offense has no identity because it is trying to serve two masters with different agendas, Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Canada. And while Roethlisberger is the Hall of Famer who has done great things, the only way this works is if the Steelers stop trying to appease him and force him to run the offense they hired Matt Canada to run. I thought the hire of Canada was a bad one and said as much at the time. He never had run an NFL offense, but more importantly, his offensive philosophy is so completely the opposite of Roethlisberger. So it was the ultimate example of a square peg trying to be fit into a round hole. One guy wants to develop a dominant running game. The other guy still thinks he's capable of being the focal point of the offense and throwing the ball 50 times a game. He can't, and it is clear the time has come for the Steelers to start treating him as if he is a game manager. The only way this season can be a success is if Roethlisberger checks his ego at the door and begins to allow Canada to install his run-centric offense. Canada was hired to fix the run game, to install an offense centered on the run game, and to make sure the focus of the offense was first-round pick Najee Harris. The only person who hasn't signed off on it is Roethlisberger, who was clearly resistant to Canada's offense. The offense is centered around running the ball out of a variety of formations, the use of motion, and jet sweeps. It works best with a running, or at the least, a mobile quarterback. But at the very least, it needs a quarterback willing to stick with it, unquote. That's all stuff from Paul Zeiss with the PG, and we have him pinning the blame pretty much for the woes on Ben Roethlisberger, who he says still wants to wing it and sling it. And maybe there is something to that. But to run the ball and service all that motion in the Matt Canada offense, the Steelers need a serviceable offensive line. The Steelers group of groping grabbers is anything but. So what to do about that? What to do about this whole offense, this whole team? Hey, it turns out Coach Mike Tomlin isn't planning any big changes, and he sure isn't pushing the panic button. Meanwhile, Cincinnati Bengals players are calling out the Steelers for quitting in the fourth quarter of last week's terrible 24-10 home loss. Even Ben Roethlisberger echoed the sentiment. In other words, it's a real mess right about now in Pittsburgh. Here are some of the highlights, or should I say the lowlights, as enumerated by veteran Steelers scribes 
Jerry Dulac, and Ron Cook, both with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Here is Dulac on the sorry state of the Steelers to date. Quote, The Steelers have produced just four touchdowns in three games and scored 50 points, third fewest in the AFC. Dating to last season, the Steelers are 3-6 and six in their past nine regular season games and are averaging eight point, excuse me, averaging 18.6 points in those games. They have scored at least 24 points just once in the past nine games. So what say this, Coach Tomlin? Hey, for him, keeping on is keeping on. Here is Mike Tomlin. Quote, we've got to remain singularly and professionally focused in the midst of negativity. We're not going to push the panic button. We're not going to dramatically change who and what we are at this juncture. We're not resistant to change for the purpose of getting better, but we're not going to be so unsteady that we move away from our compass, the identity we have worked hard to develop, unquote. Hey, sounds good, but, you know, if you go back to the previous column by uh, Paul Zeiss, there is no offensive identity with these Steelers. We have a team torn by the coordinator who wants to run and Roethlisberger who wants to wing it and sling it. So right there, Tomlin is stopped in his tracks. But, of course, uh, we go on. And according to Ben Roethlisberger, despite the evidence of the fourth quarter against the Bengals, we are not going to quit because Steelers do not quit. So says a soon-to-retire Big Ben. Quote Ben, You know, there's a little something called pride when you play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, when you put on black and gold, and you may not have the best day. Things may not be going your way, but you don't quit and you get back up and you fight. We believe in what we're doing. We're not going to quit on it. We're not going to quit on each other. I'm going to look guys in the eye and make sure no one else is quitting. Won't get a quit from me or the coaching staff, unquote, from Big Ben. Hey, stirring words from your Steelers QB. I'm inspired. Are you? Well, turns out teams around the NFL are not taking Ben and the Steelers uh, very seriously. In fact, they're taking him pretty lightly, at least according to Ron Cook, who writes this in his Post-Gazette column. Quote, The football world is laughing at the Steelers after their humiliating 24-10 home loss to the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Check out what former Steelers safety Ryan Clark said on ESPN's Get Up on Monday. Quote, it's the end of an era. It's the end of an era of dominance. It's the end of an era of actually having a Super Bowl window. And it's the end of an era of two decades of having the same quarterback. This is a total organizational failure, unquote. Hey, that's harsh, but it's actually well warranted by the Steelers' miserable play, and Tomlin's head-scratching coaching. Here is Ron Cook on Tomlin's fourth down fears. Quote, Tomlin has had a miserable couple of weeks in the losses to the Bengals and the week before to the Las Vegas Raiders. As bad as his decision was to punt on fourth and one from his 34 against the Raiders, 
with the Steelers down nine points with eight and a half minutes left. The play call on fourth and 10 from the Bengals 11 with his team down two touchdowns with three minutes left was much worse. A swing pass to Najee Harris that had no chance to be successful? That lost one yard? After a timeout that gave offensive coordinator Matt Canada time to figure out something? Anything better? Maybe a jump ball to Chase Claypool or Pat Fryermuth in the end zone? For his part, Tomlin had this sorry explanation for the latest fourth down failure. Quote, we had fired all of our bullets at that juncture in terms of some of our play selection, unquote. Unbelievable. Fired all of their bullets? My take is, if this is the Steelers firing bullets, I don't want to be around when they start running low on ammo. Being a Steelers fan right now is pain. It is pain unfamiliar to a generation of Steelers fans who grew up under the prime years of Ben Roethlisberger. Many do not know how to react to this, other than to pine for Aaron Rodgers to ride in on a white horse. It ain't happening, folks. So we are left with this from Coach Mike Tomlin. Quote, we understand where we are. We don't want to be here. We don't like it, but forget about not liking it. What are you going to do about it? Unquote. It's a good question, and we're about to find out up in historic Lambeau Field. But we may not like the answer. At least Steelers fans will be able to daydream about Aaron Rodgers. Maybe for the rest of Sunday's game, maybe for the rest of the season. But that illusion will be popped by the events of the next offseason, which will not see Rodgers come to Pittsburgh. But that's all we have right now in pouting Pittsburgh. Daydreams, quarterback envy, and illusions and delusions about these 2021 Steelers and their ability to generate any type of a legitimate NFL offense. But that is the state of your Steelers, and this that is your Steelers update for now. Come back Wednesday afternoon for your fresh podcast served up for all Steelers fans. So sign up for the podcast, check out my column every Thursday morning on Penn Live, and of course, check out Penn Live for your real-time Steelers news. Go Steelers, get up there in Green Bay and let's get a win. Let's see if we can turn this thing around. But we'll see, and we'll cover it next Wednesday. <laughs>